0: You intro. It. You got it. Come on, nah, you got it man. Nah, You've been on here before. You, got you gotta do the intro. Come on, let me nah. hear the let me hear the Craig Will intro. You good? Come on, come on. You got it. Give me man. an intro real quick. Come on, start it up. all right you got right. it. Come on, we're gonna pull it a little closer. We're gonna let you get a little intro here. Come on, you got this shit. Let's go. Hit the intro, bro. Let's go. No. Come on, you know how to say you were mocking me about it the other day. Come I was on. not. I know you weren't. You got it. You got it. All right, all right, all right. I'm not going to disrespect you on your own podcast. You got it. It's your podcast today, man. You got it's it. your podcast. It is the Craig Wilde Show. The Craig Wilde Show. Come on, the Craig Wildy Show. That's Let's a, get it. It's quite a show. All right, all right. Ready? All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of, wait a second, wait for it. We're actually doing a double podcast here today. So, Craig, you're actually on a double Craig Wilde Show, so it's Craig Day. <laughs> It's Craig Day. Do you want a drink? Do you want a beer? Do you want a shot? <laughs> I don't have any of it in here, but I can go get it for you real quick. We got Day. a double Craig Day. And last time we had a double Craig Day, what were you drinking? Alabama Slammers. Uh, you need an Alabama Slammer. We need one in each hand. He's going to drop one on the floor, but we'll refresh you right away. That's how Craig Day goes. I did. Okay? I, did I did drop it on the floor. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, no. Nah. But no. anyway, Anyway, guys, welcome back to the show. For the podcast, we are live on both the my Side of Life podcast, which is a sports podcast, and I'm going to go live on The Power of Fitness, which is a fitness podcast. The reason I wanted to do it on both of these today is so you can actually get a double chance to hear my man, Craig, spelled C-R-E-G on both podcasts. That's not how you spell my name. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> it's C-R-E-I-G. It's C-R-E-G. No. It's it. This podcast name, when you guys look it up, it's going to be called Krieg <laughs> Wildey. Because that's how he says it. <laughs> that's not how I say it. <laughs> nah, but seriously, guys, uh, if you do listen to this episode, we appreciate you. And uh, we want to have Craig on here today because, you know, I'm tired of whooping Craig's ass in video games. Because, you know, I'm not really that good at video games anyway, as it is. So whenever he comes over here, you know, I always just tend to beat his ass in video games. So today I want to make it a little bit different. And I didn't want to kill him in Crash Bandicoot. That's right, Crash Bandicoot, uh, adult plays it. It's the best game ever. It's very hard, and I think it was actually easier as a kid. But uh, anyway, I wanted to bring him over here and give him a chance not to get his ass whooped and actually talk about something that he actually loves doing. Because Hold on.
1: Funny, th- th- real quick. What, what happened last time we played Crash Bandicoot?
0: Last time we played Crash Bandicoot, I was whooping your ass and you threw a controller in my face. That's true. That's what happened. That's true. And, I and, I was wearing a brand new Joel M B jersey, and my nose started bleeding. I had to avoid it. Like a champ, I did avoid it. That's Never true. complained once. Never said, you're a dick, nothing. Just cleaned it up, put the cotton swabs in, and went back to proceeding beating your ass and Crash Bandicoot. That's just how it is. That's a winner. Whatever you need to tell yourself to sleep at night, I mean. well, <laughs> no, but anyway, what we're going to talk about today is, uh, for those of you who do know Craig, then you know, uh. About a year and a half ago, give or take, he started doing jiu-jitsu. Which, and Muay Thai. Uh, and Muay Thai. Sorry, he's the Muay Thai guy now, too. <laughs> i uh, that Muay Thai <laughs> But no, man, uh, he started doing it about almost a year and a half ago, maybe two years now, right? Uh, more, more so
1: on the jiu-jitsu side. I used to do Muay Thai both, but my like, little group of friends called me a traitor from going from the jiu-jitsu mats to the Muay Thai mats. So now I just
0: limit it to like, one or two times a week for Muay Thai. Yeah, that's all right. Though. I mean, they're both tough. I'll tell you that. I mean, I see people doing them, always getting hurt and shit, but keep going. But, yo, from a year and a half ago, I want to ask you this question to start off. And then we're going to dive into what it actually, like, has helped change your, you know, perspective, your mentality and shit like that. But uh, what was the number one reason you actually just walked inside that gym? Like, why did you, you know, like, say, oh, I'm going to go to this gym and I'm actually going to go today?
1: I mean I don't I don't like lifting weights. It was I was never a weightlifter. Even though Bob used to tell me I was big for nothing because I was (laughs) always just a big guy, just never lifted weights. But I don't know, I just always liked wrestling. Just always I always rather much rather like roll around and wrestle somebody than like actually lift weights. Just wasn't
0: my thing. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean I'm gonna mock you till the day you die on doing it, but that's I was big on cardio though. I used to run all the time. Yeah. So, you uh just randomly one day woke up and like fuck it, I'm gonna go on jiu jitsu, Jeff. Or do you have yeah, like... yeah? No,
1: it was. I mean, it was one of them things where like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna keep doing it. But as we all know, like tomorrow never comes. So I just had to do
0: it one day, and I just ended up doing it. And you loved it and kept doing it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So was your one number one motivation to go in there? Was it that you watch we watch UFC all the time? Was it like yo? I- I want to try this shit out, like, because I know when we're watching it, you can look at the TV and you can kind of, even before you even started doing it, you can kind of like, kind of say or understand what they're going to do, but it's different when you actually do it. So did you actually like watch the UFC and say, you know what, was that like one reason you want to try it? Because, you know, we love UFC. That's true. We do love UFC. Um, that was one of the reasons, but just like,
1: how do I put this? It's, there's like a force about combat sports where it just draws you in like you could watch basketball and you could watch baseball and you get like a like an emotion like a like it's a force that's what that's what it is it's like a you know what i mean it just pushes you to keep bettering yourself
0: i hear you i hear you i I like that because i know people go to la fitness just to play basketball (laughs) but it's like they gotta do it you know some people they just gotta do it yeah it's like a it's like a
1: force and it never ends i mean you can get better every single day it, it's never ending. So it's just like a, so it's like a force. So the first
0: day you went in, did you do the Muay Thai or did you do Jiu Jitsu? Like, how was it your first day? Like, it couldn't have been that bad because you went back. Or was it that bad that you were like, yo, I gotta get fucking better at this? I think,
1: I think I did Jiu Jitsu first. I think I did, well, yeah, I think I did Jiu Jitsu my first day. I think Muay Thai came, like, a couple of days later. And Muay, Muay Thai was tough, because it was... So the Muay Thai class starts at 11 in the morning on Saturdays, 11.15. And it was my first class, and it was cold. Like, it was... It had to be, like, 30, 40 degrees outside. And they had the gym had a big bay door, and the bay door was open. Oh, man. And to start class, you have to jump rope for 10
0: minutes. And... First day? Yeah. And, and you you're don't... coming fresh off the streets, not, like, yeah. doing nothing. Because yeah. it, like, it was right before clover, right? Yeah. Or was it during it? it was no, right it, was like, it? it was, like, right before. Like, uh, I started, sorry. like, two weeks before. Okay. And
1: if you know me, like, I don't, I am not a morning person. I do not get up early. Like, so 11. Oh, 15, so it made it worse.
0: It was 11 yeah, in the morning. like,
1: 11.15 is, like, tough for me to make. And <laughs> within, like, 30 seconds, I smacked my toe with a jump rope. And it was unbelievably cold out, and it so was you have just, no shoes on. Yeah, you're not allowed to have shoes on the mat, and yeah. it was just unbelievable pain. Tail. And like, like, so I just put the jump rope down, like you try to run in place, but that's that doesn't happen in Muay Thai gyms. Like, the, the guy comes over guy and they start up. they start yelling at you, and then you're like shit, and then everybody starts looking at you, and then you just you just got to do it, and it, <laughs> it was tough, and it was never ending because the the owner taught it on Saturdays and. His classes are like an hour and a half to two hours long. It was never ending. It was, it was bad. And it was like my first time throwing a punch in like three years. And like I did not, an actual <laughs> punch. Too. Oh my gosh. Like it was, I was hold, my uh, partner was holding pads for me. His name was Tim. And I went to throw a kick and I completely missed the pads because I haven't done it in forever. And I was like two inches from knocking this dude out. Like I almost head kicked him in the face. Gosh. And he just stopped and looked at me. He's like, yo, that was fucking impressive for a big man. And I was like, yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> that's what made you go back right there. You're like, damn. So, no, seriously, what made you go back, though? Like, was it the fact that, like, you liked the pain or that you wanted to make sure the pain wasn't pain anymore? Like, you could, like, you know, some people got that, like, that thing where it's like they failed at something or something's really hard that they want to make themselves say, yo, if this shit ain't hard. I'm going to do it. Oh, no, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not
1: about the pain life. It's not for me. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to fucking hurt me. Get away. Uh. No, it was I don't know it's like i said it, it's never ending. You know what I mean? You could always evolve and just get better and the for, like you have to do it the first time that you like get somebody in a triangle or learn how to like do a Kimura properly you just you get addicted to it. you just I remember the first time I tapped somebody out going live. It was my first time going live, and not like like my first time going live that I actually tapped somebody out, and it happened in like f- the first thirty seconds. I got him in Americana and I just stood up and I like put my hands up and I yelled to the coach. I was like, yo, Heather, I did it. And she just looked at me and laughed and it was awesome. It was, it was, you just, you know what I mean? Just love it.
0: That's good. Now, how long was that in? Like, how long were you training before you actually went live or was it like, um, no. So the gym I go
1: to, you have to like, there's no time period. They just kind of judge you. And when they they think you're ready, you go to the advanced class. For some people, that's like typical times, like five, five to six months. Some people might get it in four, but it all depends on how you develop and like how naturally it comes to you.
0: That makes sense, it makes sense. No, and and you said uh, you actually went in a little quicker though, right? I think I was,
1: um, I think it was like five months. I think it was. I think it took me like five or six months. So no, it was like five, it was five consecutive months because I had started.
0: And then COVID, happened, but then happened, COVID right? happened, so
1: I don't count oh, yeah. that because that was only like that was less than a month, so I don't count that time.
0: So it was like yeah, I was gonna ask you like how long were they closed for COVID because I don't I, I don't remember how long they were closed. I don't. I feel like it was a pretty good time, wasn't it? Almost a year they were closed, right? Like six months they were closed at least. Right? I don't.
1: I don't know how like the, the
0: official time of when they were closed. It was. It was a good time um, though, right? They were closed a little bit longer than the actual gym was, I remember. I think...
1: I think they they closed in March. I think it was like March to like
0: November, right? Like right, yeah, right before Thanksgiving. Was, I think it was in that time frame. It was, it was a like long like time. Mar- it
1: was like March to like the end of the summer, I think they started. Because I started back up in October.
0: All right, so, so I so think close.
1: they came back around August or maybe September. Yes, yeah, so that's a long time. But it was yeah. like very... Like limited, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they try to make it as yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember safe you had as that. possible.
0: Yeah, so now that's what what's gonna get me the question here is like during that time off when you actually started and when you start something you get addicted to it. So how did it feel like not having that shit there for that long period of time? I mean, it it sucks because
1: with just like anything, like say you get a new video game or you a new baseball level, you get addicted to it, you know what I mean? But it's so new to you and like you, you just want to be like you, you want to be yeah. your whole world. And then got that honeymoon phase. all of a sudden it's taken <laughs> away. But you can't practice yeah. it because you don't know shit. Like you don't you don't fucking know how to do anything. Because you've only been there for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I mean I mean I did what everybody else did. I got a punching bag and just like hung it up in my basement. But there was <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't like do any jujitsu stuff because I didn't know anything. Yeah. I've only been there like two or three weeks.
0: And I know exactly what you mean. But that, that's what I want to talk about today. I mean, is, no, I had you over. And I showed you
1: how to do the arm Yeah, you bar. did a couple
0: things. And then you looked like, at me
1: and you were like, this shit. Fuck
0: this shit. I'm not doing this anymore. Well, first of all, like, I, I like I always tell people this. They don't believe me. Uh, they're always like, Craig does a jiu-jitsu. He's big to do that. I'm like, hey, he's big as shit, but he's good because he's flexible. And that's one of, not the only reason, but that's one of the reasons. Because they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, listen, it's like... This dude is three times my size and he's 10 times more flexible than me and like that's a big thing with it like so when you had me doing it it like I honestly think I would like it but the fact that I don't have an ACL already and I'm not flexible I don't want to pop my other ACL or my hip so like like David Goggins I need to spend a whole 100 hours straight of stretching just to be able to do it because when you when you showed it to me and you did it like, just as a beginning, I already kind of knew what you were doing, because I know you were reading your books on it, watching your YouTube videos, all that shit, but, like, it was it was cool, because, like, you know, like, when when somebody's invested in something that's actually, you know, not, you know, it, it might not be the best thing physically for you, but then again, weightlifting isn't either, but, like, yeah. mentally, what it does for you mentally is the important part of, like, why I think you do it, and that's why, you know, like, it was cool to see you do that. You yeah, it, I mean,
1: it works... If you're older and you remember watching the the movies back in the day, it works exactly like a Bruce Lee movie, where the the little like 150 pound guy will just yeah. kick the shit out of a bigger guy, and I it's that's it's true because it's, I mean some of the guys in my gym are like less than half my size and just fuck me up on a daily basis, and it's
0: it's funny because like after all these years we've been watching like UFC and all, and it's funny because like. By watching it so much and seeing it on TV and be like, oh, he needs to transition here, pop the hips. Like, A, I don't really actually physically know how to do that myself, but I can watch it and tell them to do it. But people actually think, like, oh, well, I can tell, I can see on TV how they do it, so I can fight somebody and beat them. And then you see a little guy at the bar yeah. and they beat your ass. Yeah, it's like, bro, so true. it don't work like that. Like it, you so can't. True. You can be the best UFC fighter in the vid- in the video game yeah. on Xbox. It don't mean you're going to be any equivalent to real yeah, life. Yeah. So yeah, it's funny. So You learn that quick you see anybody at the bar with
1: cauliflower ears or something, you just you go the other way. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like they'll fuck you up. Well most likely will. I, I still remember, man, Chris, my buddy Chris, when uh we first started watching UFC we were probably in Anderson it was Anderson Silva, like peak of Anderson Silva, like he only was, he was only at like five championships at the time. And I remember Chris said to me, I would beat his ass in a street fight and I started cracking the fuck up. I was like, You're gonna beat Anderson Silva He goes, Well I did a little bit of jujitsu, I'm like, he would fucking kill you <laughs> Like dude Yeah, I mean that's I'm the like, thing. No. I mean
1: nobody knows. Like and even if you're even if you like like for me, I've only been doing it for fourteen months, so like I'm I know a little bit and against someone like Bob who knows nothing, like you just you just fuck him up. Like it's it's not even it's it's, like, sad. You know what I mean? You just take them down. And like, it's like Khabib. Like, I'm going to fucking smash you. And there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Yeah, so it's like you learn different techniques on how to move people. How does that actually, like, transition into, you know, your life? Like, how does, how does your efforts on the jiu-jitsu floor and how you have to, like, rip this dude's fucking arm off transition into, you know, it's like, just, mental?
1: It's just discipline. It just teaches you, like, you have to be coachable uh, if you're not like for example you can go in there and be like oh i'm i'm big i'm strong i'm gonna lay on top of you and you're not you're not gonna do anything yeah, it about it you have to be coachable enough to like be told what you can prove on and it gives it makes your mind like it gives you like discipline you know what i mean so like when you go out in the other life like Bob would come to me and be like Craig, you have to do this, this, and this. And I'd be like, Bob, you're full of shit. But Bob, you'd be completely right. You just have to be... It teaches you to be... Your mind to be malleable. How do I... That's pretty much how I oh, say
0: yeah, it. I know not you say. But when you say I'm wrong... it yeah, Never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. We all know that's a lie. Uh, but no, I understand what you're saying. And I actually, like, talked to a couple other people that do jujitsu, And they say the same thing that you just said. That it's it's about... Like, when you go, if you go into the gym, like when I go into the, the fitness gym, lift weights, yeah. and you have an ego. That shit's not going to get you killed. You know, that's not going to get your ass yeah. beat. But if you go into the, the jiu-jitsu mat with the ego, you're most likely going to get your ass beat. Because well, the yeah. coaches and the people in there will make sure you do. That's true. But <laughs> also, like,
1: with weightlifting, there's almost like an end to it. Because you can lift weights with the same form every single day for your whole life. And that's you know what I mean you don't evolve. You just do you do squats the same way, you do bench press the same way your whole life. But with jiu it just evolves. It makes you have to understand that if I move this way, this can happen that way. You have to be you have to like learn that there's like steps, you know, it, there's this never ending. So you have so to So be- for you,
0: for you even though you're a bigger guy, you're more of I don't know how to put it. Uh so weightlifting like like you said, you can't evolve, but you can go up in weight. Yeah. So your thing is more like not physical strength, but more mental and willingness. Because like, I guess the only way I can put it is when you're trying to transition your body into another thing, it's kind of like, I, like, I don't, I don't know how know like, like mean, I mean, I mean, f- I mean,
1: physical strength plays a part to it,
0: but, but it's not huge. It's not like, but there's, yeah. how do I
1: put this? It's, we call it like chaining, like you chain your attacks together. Whereas say if I have Bob. Like dead to rights in an arm bar and he moves a certain way, I can like transition to something else because I chain it together. Like one move leads into another move that leads into another move. Like it doesn't – like for example, you can't do like – you can't – like if you're just squatting, all you can do is squat. You can't do anything else or bench press. Like that's all you're doing is that one motion. Whereas if it's jujitsu, like one motion could lead to like seven or eight other motions. So it's
0: all – it's
1: constantly evolving.
0: Yeah, well, that's kind of what I meant. It's like a kind of like an interchangeable body. Like you're making your body from Spider-Man 1 to Spider-Man 3. Yeah. You know, you kind of get, it's a little different. And, you know, it's, everybody has their different thing for it. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, no,
1: and it's definitely, it definitely takes a hold of your, I mean, it took a hold of my mind. There's something about it. just, like, if you, you won't know, like, I mean, if you, not to say that you should, but if you like if somebody like wraps you up with their legs like a like a spider and there's nothing you can do it like gets in your mind and you're like all right how do i get out of here what do i do what am i supposed to do and if you like panic you're just gonna die like someone's just gonna eat you alive so you just gotta like remember to remain calm and know that there are pathways out and you just
0: gotta chain them together until like Something works for you. Yeah. So not only did you start doing you did so this year, you actually did your first tournament this year. And I did. I, you did great at it. First tournament, non gi okay. and a gi. You did pretty damn good for your first tournament. I did. Considering how long were you actually in before you did the tournament? It was only like six months, right? right. Give or take. I'm I'm taking out the COVID area, so full like actual time on the mat. Ten about ten consecutive months. Alright.
1: October to I want to say what was it, August I competed? Yeah,
0: and so about like yeah, 10 did, months. You did so, guys. Not the the tournament that he went in. Let me explain this to you. It was a hundred people, give or take. There was a lot of people. No, there was way more than that. It I was, mean, like per in each thing, there, like in the gi and in the night. Yeah,
1: there's. I mean, it's called grappling industries. I mean, it's like a basic tournament, but I mean, there could be anywhere from two to like a thousand competitors, like two hundred to a thousand competitors. It all depends on who shows up, but it's... In my division, I had 10 matches. And I know that there were way more heavyweights there than that. So I don't know how they break it down or how they divide it, but I I only had 10 matches. But I know for a fact that there was, like, at least... At least 50 to, like, 50 or more heavyweights that showed up.
0: Yeah, there was a lot. That's why I thought there was about, like, 100 or so.
1: Because... Did you fight people twice? I don't remember. I think you fought them once, right? No, I fought them twice. Gia oh and yeah,
0: the, Gia and Nan Gia That's and those, right. Gia. So like, uh, how did it feel to actually like do the tournament? Like I remember, it, was, it fucking was packed.
1: It was. How do I put this? It's like, it's like being a pitcher and stepping on the mound for the first time ever, or like, like Bob walking up to a squat rack in a powerlifting gym, never have squatted before. You know what I mean? It's. Don't break everything. You fucking <laughs> and the yeah. your first match. Bob Bob has it on tape, and all I did was just lay on the guy for four minutes because I did like yeah, was like freaked out. I didn't know what to do, and all them nerve, like, bro. Like somebody yeah, yeah. grabs you, you're gonna grab them equally as hard, and they tell you not to do that because you're gonna burn out. But that's exactly what you do. Like Bob, like <laughs> Bob grabs me, I'm gonna grab him back equally as hard, and it's it's like that's what it's your first. You just gotta get the first match out of
0: the way. Yeah, I'll tell you, your first match you did. Uh, even though I do think you still won the first match. But according to how the rules are, you didn't, but whatever. No, you Uh, got to get the first match out. The first match is bad. Yeah, but after that, man, uh, so what was your favorite thing about that whole tournament? Uh, Probably just actually doing it. (laughs) I like like the no-gi
1: part. The gi part wasn't really, (laughs) mainly because I'm not as good in the gi yet, but... I can move a lot more freely
0: without the gi. I feel like watching it where when you're wearing the gi, guys, when he's wearing like a shirt on it, like basically like the robe that you guys all think it's a robe, they can hold you. They were able to hold you. So like when they were able to hold you. You could hold them, but it's. Yeah, but it benefited them more than you because you were stronger than the guys that were doing it. So it limited your quickness because you're also faster than a lot of them. Surprisingly, like you're, you're pretty fast for your size too. But you were faster than them, so it was kind of, like, allowing them to not let you get that, like, that, as they called the wide receiver, the first step.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, that's, like I said, that's only, like, it's only because I've only been in it for, like, four, like, you know what I mean, less than two years. So, I mean, was still kind of new. Like, if you watch the World Championships every year, they're always in a game match. Like, you just get more comfortable in it the more you do it. So, it's... You could probably kind of learn how, to like, move your body, kind of yeah. avoid a certain angle. Yeah, so, it's, like, one of them, it's, like... You know, it's like having a, like a brand new baseball glove or like a 10-year-old glove. One that's like completely, you know how it's going to work, you know, like very comfortable and you just got to get used to it over and over again.
0: Yeah. But you did dominate in the zangi. Uh When they oh, couldn't control you, metal. you just ran everyone over. We, ha- we have some videos of it and uh, you killed them. I was so
1: mad. I was, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm, I was very, as <laughs> a, like I told you guys before, I'm not a team, like you put me on a team. I'll try to play, but I'm very I'm a very selfish person. You're like it's com- like competitive wise, <laughs> so like bricks. I like the one-on-one aspect better and I had beaten this guy before. I choked him out with a rear naked choke in the gi and I fought him for the gold medal match in the no-gi and he had beat me because my body did not allow me to do what I knew it was capable of doing. Mainly that's my fault because I did not Packed the proper nutrition. I mean, I was guzzling water like I'd never guzzled water in my fucking life. And my body just cramped. It wouldn't work. And it's the worst feeling because you know you're better than what you performed at, but your body just would not give it to you.
0: Well, on top of that, it's when you flipped and your hand hit the pole. That's true. My hand did hit the pole. but And it, it was pretty hard hit, you know, which your body was kind of like, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, hey, we're not lying. It's not like you're making an excuse. It is what it is. Yeah, no. It was very...
1: It was lack of hydration on my part. Like, I did not expect to be there for, like, seven hours. Yeah, it was a long day. It was was, a lot. Especially... It was, like, seven hours of competing, and my
0: body just did not... Yeah. Especially because you were going back and forth from gay to non-gay. You were fighting back and forth. Like, it was was a lot. Like, I, I feel like... There was just so much, you know, going on between you doing two and going back and forth. Not to mention before that fight you also changed twice because remember they yeah, they, they told they you to go out. to the one that and then they said no go back. So actually you changed you Yeah. Know, and I don't know if you know what
1: like the Jujitsu Gi feels like, but it's it's like like forty pounds of wet cotton that you put on the back <laughs> like and it's all like you know what I mean? It's tough. It sucks.
0: Who's this fucking guy hopping on? A man PJ. Yeah, it's tough though. But, I mean, if you went against PJ, he'd probably whoop his ass. Who the hell's PJ? That's Paul. I don't know, I guess he's coming off. He's fucking up my stream here. Hurry up. But anyway, before he hops on, we'll still talk. But, uh.
1: Yo, what up, big guy? What up, man? What up, Paul? What's
0: going on? What up? on, Craig? Hey, man. It's all good. You good? What are you doing over there? We're talking about Craig and how he was dominating, you know, in his jiu-jitsu was, tournament and how he, uh, he lacked nutrition to finish strong. That, no, I did cramp up a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should have won. So it he just... definitely pulled a, like,
1: a chad out to a single type. You know, McDonald's every day, high water. Oh, no, no. Not, not leading up, but the day of because it was like 7 hours long the the yeah. competition. It was like
0: 7 hours and he was going back and forth on to, on, you know, both both things where it made kind of a little bit of tired. Made it made him uh, you know, get tired there. Didn't have he had my EAA's but not a lot of them. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. But uh I was going to ask you with with uh what you learned from the first tournament, when's the next tournament you're going to do? January. There's one coming up in January.
1: I think there's one on the next... Either this Saturday or next Saturday. And then there's one at the end of the month. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to do the one at the end of the month.
0: You're going to do at the end of the month? I think I'm going to do the end of the month one. Okay. Um, and are you going to do Nagi or are you going to do both? No, nah, I'll just do Nagi. Non-ghi. Okay. Nangi
1: is my jam. But instead of doing the heavyweight division, I think I'm going to enter into the absolute division. And for those who don't know, the the absolute is... Any weight class, any any belt, whoever wants to compete, competes. Oh, really? And the winner is, like, the absolute champion. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: So you can you can go against uh, a blue belt. I can go against a black belt a black that's belt.
1: 120 pounds or, like, a brown belt that's 100, uh, so, like, 300 pounds. Anybody how, who wants to go in goes in.
0: How does that actually work? Do they have, like, a separate division for the white belts or the black belts? So the black belts, you know, they might not compete in that? No that's why, no. it's why it's called the absolute division. How many, how many fighters? So it's like it's like next? open weight
1: basically. It's like an open weight division like they used to do in Dream back in the day.
0: So you're gonna you're gonna fight against? Is it weight? It's like certain weight. No, or can you fight over?
1: Wh- it's whoever wants to go in goes in. So
0: you can fight a black belt that weighs 130 pounds and get your ass whooped. Yeah, that's why they call it The Absolute <laughs> I like the album V there. Oh. <laughs> really? What made you want to do that, though? Like, why, why didn't you want to do, you know, stay I mean, in there your could division be, they, to they, see how good you are at that? They or, could uh, they could do weight divisions and
1: that. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure it's just the, they just call it The Absolute. So anybody who wants to show up just shows up.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. What made you want to do that instead of doing, like, the same one you did before? Just to, like, see where I'm at kind of thing. Yeah. Paul, how do you feel about that? Challenge themselves. All right, I like it. You like that idea? I love it. I mean we I'm was, not I'm was, was
1: there in, uh, No, I'm not trying to sound a, like any type of way, but you were there, you've seen it. I mean I did no gi last time and it was pretty much like just like a one lane to the gold to the gold medal. Like it was you know what I mean? People just yeah. weren't able to and I mean so it was, it'd just be cool to like
0: see what the absolute division would offer yeah now is that does that run around like the same price as the one you're doing like the same yeah, also yeah. like the same setup kind of think
1: so yeah yeah when you register online i think there's just i think it's just like a set price for each division all right and that's january what same place yeah it's gonna be the same place it's uh mark i think i think they always go to Marble shade arena so craig paul
0: this is what's gonna happen Craig's gonna go. We're gonna be there, we're gonna have his nutrition for him. Paul's coming too? We're gonna we're gonna be there, we're gonna be taping him. It.
1: If it's, I'm out of quarantine, yes.
0: <laughs> go, what do you got? The vid? He got the, he got uh, the uh he got the encron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa whoa, whoa. Like don't get blocked. <laughs> he got that he got that <laughs> cold. He got that cold symptoms. <laughs> yeah, you know? He got a runny nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh for real, uh yeah, this is what's gonna happen. Craig's first matchup, if it is, like, any weight, it's going to be, like, 135-pound black belt. And he's going to be like, fuck. And, like, he's going to fucking flip you. And Craig's going to be like, damn, I'm so glad I joined this division.
1: (laughs) No, it definitely could happen. It's, yeah, I mean, that's, it's hard. It's, but it's awesome, you know what I mean? It's like.
0: Nah, I dig it because it's I think
1: like it's you, you know what I mean I'm 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 still gonna do the heavyweight division as well.
0: Like I'll do both divisions. Yeah, well that's what I was asking <laughs> if you were gonna do. Are you gonna do the, the heavyweight division for your belt and that one or just the one? No, nah, I'll probably do both. You I'll probably do both, do both. both, both
1: no gi. In the right. same tournament. The yeah. same tournament you're doing this. Yeah, that's what I did last time. I did both. I did uh GI, but last time was GI and No Right. Key. So this time it's just going to be no Gi. Well,
0: hey, like, like you said before you came on, he did non-Gi and Gi last time. Yeah. And they were fighting back and forth. Like he would be at the not at the Gi and they'd make him go over and change to go into the non-Gi and then go fucking right back. Like it was, it was yeah. crazy, dude. Like I'll tell you one thing. He spent, he spent a while where you didn't fight. And then you fought once and then you didn't fight for like 15 minutes. And then you fought back to forth like for an hour straight. Yeah, like it was crazy.
1: It's it's fucked up because it's not their fault, but people will just bounce. Like they won't even like they won't tell the the like people running the organization. <laughs> They'll just leave. So when they think you're supposed to fight, it, like fucks up the bracket because you're not there. Like the people they just leave, and that's why like they don't yeah. they can't give you an accurate time of when you're gonna. I mean, they're pretty close to it. Like I only had to wait. I think my original start time was like. Twelve o'clock, and I went on at like
0: one, one thirty or something. Yeah. So for your tournament, like when you did it, like how did it feel when you were done? You know, not the fact that you like won or didn't win, but like what mentally did you get out of it? Like how did you feel mentally after? Oh, I was
1: I was done. I mean, I took like two weeks off. My my whole body and everything <laughs> was wrecked. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to the diner afterwards with Bob. It was fucking awesome. (laughs) Me, Bob, and his mom, and my dad were there. I forget what the name of the diner was, but we were going to get cheesesteaks, but that place was too packed, and there had to be a diner across the street. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget
0: that. That fucking diner. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you're not lying about how you were hydrated, because even me being there and cheering you on, I was fucking dehydrated as fuck, and I wasn't even competing. And I had a headache, dad, so I'm like, how the hell, like, you're probably sore as shit. You don't, I don't know, you don't, you don't feel it really when you're
1: competing, like, unless you cramp up, like, you you know what I mean, when you're in that, it's like fight or flight mode, and then, unless your body, like, physically, like, stiffens up, you know what I mean, you're gonna move. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where like, my body was just like, you're not fucking moving. That's well, you, you got that stage where you are just like, done. But and what, what I meant, yeah. like.
1: And that's what I would do, because I, I watch these videos all the time, and the, like I said, the guy that beat me for the gold medal, like. I fucking whooped his ass Like in the gi match I choked the shit out of him Not to be like oh. Disrespectful or nothing But I knew I was beat I knew I was better than him It was it was just You know what I mean just sucked Yeah Yeah That's what happened But that was though, your man. first tournament, though Like it's, I mean he showed something Yeah Yeah for sure yeah, the co- he Your confidence something. should be through the roof right now You should be a little humble but Your, conf- your confidence should be through the roof
0: Not really I mean Not really the dudes at my gym. This dude gym, comes like, out here tries to kick me in the face every day. No, like the dudes in my gym beat the
1: <laughs> shit out of me. In fact, we have a group message, and there's a good amount of chats in there. They they just talk about like beating the shit out of me. There's this one guy <laughs> named Alec, and he hits me with this thing called the baseball choke, and he gets it on me. It's so bad because he, you know, it's coming, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And he hits it like seven times on you. <laughs> and then he just like gets up and walks away, and he just you're
0: just laying there like shit. This really sucks. <laughs> was he like a black a belt? Show. He's a he's a brown belt. Okay, pretty close. Yeah. So after your tournament, that's why I wanted to ask you too. Like after your tournament, how much like more intense did your classes get? How much like harder do they come at
1: you? They don't they don't no. come at you hard at all. Not in the, not unless like they go
0: through like like in your lives or anything like that. That's what I mean.
1: Yeah. No, they don't they don't come at you that hard unless. Unless they know that you're going for a tournament, then they might, like, ramp it up a little bit. But when, when the tournament's over, they kind of just go back to regular. Because they don't, uh, don't want no, to hurt you or anything. So. so,
0: did they, you know, after the tournament, how much more did you improve on? Like, was there anything specific that you were like, yo, I need to work on this skill? Yeah, my guard game is terrible. Guard How, game. how
1: do I put this? It's, for example, playing basketball. You have layups, which everybody's good at. And then you have your mid range and three pointers. Hopefully everybody is. But like three pointers <laughs> are hard. Right. Right? So that's what like that's what like be- me being on my back is like a three pointer. Yeah. Me being on top of you is a fucking layup for me. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna smash the shit out of you and choke you out. But me being on my back in like a guard game is like a three pointer. It's tough. I gotta get better at it. And yeah. it's I'm getting a lot better at it. I mean my people are helping me. It's it's definitely getting. it's coming along,
0: it's just difficult. Hey man, well, that, that's the important part thing about doing like a tournament. Like, yeah, no, and like the they, I was they just about to down. say that I was like, that's why you got to keep doing these tournaments. Yeah, no, it's the only way you to get better.
1: And they they told me like straight up, straight to my face, because there was there was a promotion like last week, and a lot of dudes I, that started that when I started all went up to blue belt, and I'm still at a white belt. And they pretty much just sat me down. And they were like, your fucking guard game is terrible. Uh, yeah. So you didn't get promoted because your your guard game. Yeah, they were like your guard game is fucking trash. <laughs> same so, pretty in like in like in a in a better sense, so I mean that's what I'm trying to work on okay and they're they're not wrong, like if I start on my back, it's very difficult for me to
0: like figure out which ways to go, yeah, well, I mean,
1: at it's least you know what wrong. you gotta improve on, yeah. and then when you do improve
0: on that, like how much better you'll get, yeah, you know so um so, That's what i'm saying it's like a 3 point for me right now but so like, you you said <laughs> you said your tournament's in january which is yeah, next fucking know. month yeah. so are they gonna start ramping up uh,
1: the training on you now or have they it depends on how many people sign up for the tournament because like during classes they can't they can't just individualize you for like one class okay so how many people from your gym sign up Usually you yeah. get a good amount. You did last time, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. So if there's, like, a if there's, like, if there's more than, like, if there's close to, like, ten people, then they'll, like, make class tougher. But they're not going to, like, make class tougher if there's not that many people doing it. Because then the other dudes are going to be, like, what the fuck? Why are you kicking my ass? Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's... But, I mean, it. they're kind of on, a, like, a ramp down now because they just... They did a ramp up for promotions and that was that was, like that was unbelievable and then but i mean it's it's all you pretty much individually because you could during the class they're going to teach you like the way they teach you but when you're going live you could talk to the person beforehand and be and you could say little things like yo my elbow hurts like don't arm lock me or something or you or you could say like i gotta work on this like go super hard on me you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, it's that's cool it's kind of like an individual basis so live I have I have one one more question after this. When is it? When is it January what? I think it's the end of the month. I think right, it's the, like the 28th. I'll look I up it on is. the website, but
0: there's right. one
1: coming up in like a week or two, and then there's one, I think, at the end of the month. All
0: right, cool. Now, I, I know this is going to be a general question. You might not have the answer for it now, but I want you to get the answer before, you know, um, the end of the first week of January, at least, even though you might have it now. But when we come into 2022, what is your your main focus that you want to get out of doing jiu-jitsu for the year? Like, what do you want to get out of 2022 with jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai? Just get better. I mean,
1: there used to be... That's like everybody else. Like, when you start, like, any martial art, you're like, all right, I want to be a fucking black belt. I want to kick the shit out of somebody. But it's not like that. After you do it, like, a couple, like, one or two months, you're like, I care less about being... Like I like I got told my coach the other day, I was like, I don't give a shit if I'm gonna wipe out for the rest of my life. Like it's it's not gonna stop me from doing it. So it's just I mean, the goal is to get better, but it's just to evolve. I mean, it's not there's no like set goal,
0: it's just like just come in and evolve every day. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I like that. I, f- I feel like that should be like the goal too. Like like you just said, where you're not good on the ground game, so now you gotta get good on the ground game. So I'm Is, there any, better though. is there any ways you can actually improve on your ground game outside of the gym? Yeah, you can watch YouTube videos. You can read books.
1: Mainly, mainly just watching the watching a lot of the videos, and then um, you could just try to practice on like you could just do drilling and stuff. Like, I have a whole group and sometimes I'll, uh, I'll send that, like my buddy sent a text message last week and was like, I'm not, I'm not doing live today, I'm just gonna do drilling and you just, you just drilled for like an hour and a half or something and then, I mean, you could just do, do that pretty much all the time. Okay. I dig it, man. I I mean, I can't really do it guys like with you or anything because you like, yeah, oh, no, no. no. Oh, All my cool. like our friends don't don't do jujitsu or Muay Thai. Like we could hold pads and I could punch you and stuff, but
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I, mean, I feel you. All right, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it again, but yeah, that, I'm cool that is it. true though.
1: We haven't done that in a long time. Fucking Mister BK over here has been slacking. He nah, used to bro. hit me up every week to go to the to go to the gym and hit pads, and I haven't
0: got a call in like seven bro, it's, months. It's too much. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like it's too much. I'm, I got too much shit going on to do that. It. Like I, I'm not you. You know, you know. I'm not even saying that as a bitch voice. I'm just saying it's just it's a lot. I mean, even if it's only like an hour, yeah. like it's a lot because you're fucking like that hour is like you're done for the day. You know, I like mean, that's what I mean by it's a lot. Like people don't realize, like oh, go hit the pads. Like that's not how we do it. Like yeah. we don't. We could go in there and hit the pads for an hour and it'd be nothing. But like when we hit the pads, it was like all right till you die, like. Like you fucking like made sure because you know I yeah, have that yeah. mentality where I'm not like I'm not the coach right now. I'm gonna listen to the coach, and you just keep pushing me and pushing me. And it's like, dude, I can't feel my damn arms. <laughs> like I'm done.
1: Yeah, I feel like Bob <laughs> says that, but there was also a video I sent out of me doing some Muay Thai stuff, and
0: I don't think Bob, I, don't, I don't
1: think Bob wants any problem with it. I don't think he wants that smoke anymore.
0: Well, the thing is, like, I first off, number one. I don't go to class and actually fucking hold pads for people. So, A, I'm 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 not accustomed to holding pads, let alone holding pads for somebody that's, learn real quick. that's 150 pounds heavier than me, let alone that. Not, maybe not 150, 100 some. Like, that's a lot. So, on top of that, it's like, all right, well, anytime you know, like, I don't know how to hold it, you're going to pull it. So, you pull the pad, and there's more of a likelihood of you punching me in the fucking face. And I'm like, ah, I don't need to get a broken nose. I'm good. You know what I mean? But no, that, that wasn't. it. I, I mean, just from my standpoint of hitting it, it's like, it's fucking hard. It's a lot, and I have to. I work out every day. It's like I didn't feel like doing it, but we'll we'll get back to it. Maybe not every week. Yeah, no. But we're gonna add it into the schedule going forward. Not yeah, now, but in a couple weeks. I mean, it'd be it'd be dope. And no, nah, it's fun. It was fun. It, it's fun too. because, like you said, it's like when we stay at the pads and we do it. It was more like. I'm I'm accustomed to you know picking up the weights, doing the weights. It's gone up. Like doing that, it was more like it was a different type of the brain force you had to use. Like lifting weights, like oh, like no, it you definitely, can get
1: it's definitely very good.
0: I always tell people like, like the, the best mental, mental preparation yeah, is like, like
1: if you get into high combinations, like you gotta start thinking like, say, like one two five, one, five six combo
0: two combo three like. Your brain has to memorize yeah, it. Yeah, when we're doing one, two, six, 11, three, 9, you're like thinking in your head before you're hidden. And you, you got to fucking do it. You can't just like... Like, it's hard. It's yeah. all mental, physical. And I, I do think it's the number... Like, hitting the bag, doing any type of, you know, physical combat, like jujitsu, even that. I never really did that, but it's added in there. Boxing. Definitely, I think, in my opinion, it's the hardest and most effective form of cardio because... I always I mean, tell people you could run on a treadmill for twelve hours. Or you could do fucking hit in the pads for an hour and you're going to burn more yeah. fat and gain more muscle doing the hour compared to doing the cardio, the the treadmill. And, and that's a fact.
1: It's hard. We me and my group actually talked about that. My uh we well, on my phone it's called the Jiu-Jitsu group, I think, and um our gym's been shut down close to maybe a week altogether and they sent out a text saying, I'm not worried about the class, I'm just worried about the warm-ups, because warm-ups are only, like, 10 or 15 minutes, but, I mean, I used to be a cardio freak, like, I would spend, like, an hour on the Stairmaster and then run, and, like, the, these warm-ups are just fucking ridiculous, <coughs> you're just dead, and the rest of the class is not that bad,
0: but, like, the, the warm-ups are unreal, it's, I mean, yeah. they definitely, like, that's cardio, one thing about it like, too, probably, like... Like, during quarantine, when we were doing, like, those hit workouts and all. And, like, one thing I know about that is, like, it doesn't matter how often you do them. They still fucking kill you every time. Yeah. Like, you know, sucks. like, because the way you are, like, your body and the way you work, especially being in that class. Like, when you're doing that warm-up, you're going to go a little bit harder each time, even if you're not trying to. Like, you're mentally going to.
1: Oh, my gosh. And then, like, you can't breathe. You're sweating bullets. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the, lady, the person teaches, like, all right. Now you're going to trap this arm around this person's neck and you're just going to choke them. You're, <laughs> just, you're there, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. But that, that that that's the good part about it. You know, that's that's why like it makes it addicting because a lot of people don't realize that when you get into a state of, you know, of cardiovascular like that where your heart's pumping, your brain's like fuck are you doing? Don't stop, keep going. At the same time it wants to stop and keep going. Like, you get endorphins in you that push you, that wants you to actually, like, test yourself to do better at it. And then you just never really do. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what makes you want to do it each time. It's yeah, crazy. It's
1: it's tough. And, I mean, like, it's, you know what I mean? It just pulls you in. It's like a force. You just go home. You just watch it. And you just, you just become addicted to it. You start watching podcasts. You start, like, sending videos to your little group chats. You start getting in. I mean, like, there are times when you don't sleep. It's, like, 3 in the morning. And... I'll just be watching like like a Gordon Ryan tutorial or something or like a Craig Jones tutorial on how to like leg lock and how to do other shit. I'm just laying there and like the dog's just looking at me like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And you just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, just, it just becomes your whole world. I, uh, and then you wake up at like 7 and you send the group text like, yo, you guys got to watch this video. This, is, this shit is fucking dope.
0: Like I want you to meet uh my, my buddy from Edge, JT. He uh, he's also a jiu jitsu guy. He's a black belt.
1: I saw and, his page, and I was wondering if he was like a like a, just a no gi guy, or if he did. actually... I'm not level. really sure.
0: I haven't actually spoken to him about that. I've seen him post a couple of videos. That I think he just does no gi. Yeah, I've I've seen his videos. The dude's legit. I mean,
1: he's a he's a killer for sure. Yeah, you should
0: meet him though. He's a cool dude. But uh, I'm wondering if he thinks the same way. I'm sure, he does. But, you know, I I feel like a lot of people like get into that. Uh, it's a shame you got into it this late, because you would have been done pretty good at it if we were younger, uh, but...
1: I mean, I don't think so, just because I wasn't as... I wouldn't... I was more of, like, a yo-yo dieter person, like, where I would go to the gym for, like, four months, and then, like, stop for, like, four months. Yeah, but that
0: like, was the gym, you know? I I, I feel like it's a difference for you where, like the, like, the gym for me is, like, doing cardio for... Yeah. Like, like it's like me and Ryan, like... I have to do leg day every other day. Like, I have to hit legs because I have to constantly have that feeling where, like, my leg fucking hurt. Yeah. And, you know, someone like Brian's like, fuck that. And I feel like that's your jujitsu where you're like, I have to fucking do this. So I I do think, personally, like, I think you would have kept with that.
1: I mean, that's very possible. But at the same time, I'd much rather be in the position I'm in now because it would have been different, like... Because whenever you start something new with, like, a class form like that, you have, like, a couple people that, that don't weed out, that stay, that you kind of, like, come up with and just become, like, your solid friends. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now where I have a certain group of people that you just – you know I mean? You yeah. come up at the same time. So it just would have been different, but
0: – Well, that that's one thing uh, I want to focus on in 2022 even more than I already have is, like, having your circle, your people that you talk to and hang out with have likewise goals. They don't have to be the yeah. same. But they all have to have, like, the the common denominator, you know, to, to growth. Yeah. So plus, that's a good thing you have that. Plus, back, like, 10 years ago, I'm
1: 100% positive that Drunk-Ass Bob would have tried to fight me, and <clears throat> I would have had
0: to hurt him or something, and it would have been bad. <laughs> no, I probably would have tried to do it with you, because <laughs> yeah. at that point, I still had an ACL. He did. He actually sent me a text. So I, like, I would have probably done it.
1: It had to be, like, 10 or 15 years ago. You're still living on Barley Sheaf, and you sent me a text... And you were like, we're gonna start doing this and so we can be each other's own <laughs> like teaching that. dummy. And just back when you
0: were living on Barley Sheet. I,
1: I was probably that. drunk
0: then. I was probably the UFC guy, like, I can do this shit. It was, <laughs> Yo, it ain't easy, bro. Like I, I'm I'm not even like I like that's why I give you more props because like even just let me do weightlifting. I always talk to these people. Like, this guy was like twenty, four in the gym the other day. I saw him and he was he was doing big weight, and I was like, "Are you trying to get into, you know, powerlifting and stuff?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, you need to go to a powerlifting gym because you're at your prime." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I see you doing this. I'm like, "Listen, when I was 24, 25, my ligaments and shit were still fresh, so it wasn't it was it was hard, but like it was a lot easier to lift heavier because your 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 ligaments weren't like fully extended rubber bands. They still had the lubricant in them. Now they're like, you yeah, know, they're fucking dying out." You know, when you hit twenty nine, thirty, so it's harder. So, like, even doing the jiu for you, like, at this age, it's, like, the fact that you're doing this well at it, and you're starting this late, knowing how it's harder, it's pretty good. Wow,
1: oh, that's all about the recovery, too,
0: like... That's what I mean, like, you naturally don't you recover a, as well.
1: I mean, I'm a big advocate of, like, yoga. Everybody's got to stretch, and... Lately I've been getting into uh my gym just put on a seminar, I didn't get to go, but uh like a Wim Hof seminar where you learn to breathe and like control your the oxygen flow in your body and stuff, I'm assuming. But then you get into like a a bathtub filled with ice water and you gotta try to stay in there for two minutes. And it's it's all about the recovery and then this guy this guy just hooked me up with a a first form post workout, whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah,
0: mass whereby and like and I mean you You wake up the next day and, I mean, it's... Like, the thing is, like, people don't... I'm not going to lie. Four years ago, I didn't understand about recovery at all either. You know, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to just drink a protein. I'm going to, you know, eat. Or, you know, I'm just going to get extra sleep. Like, that doesn't really work. Your body's like, you know, you have chemical reactions inside your body. That things that happen when you work out that you need to replenish in order for... We all see an osmosis jones. We all know how, like, he goes through, like, A, B, C... But if he skips one of the steps, and you are you can recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that post-workout stuff that I gave you, like, a lot of people think, oh, I have to lift weights to use this. It's like, no, you can go for a, cardio, a hardcore cardio run and still use this and re- help yeah, yeah, yourself recover better. I mean, it's the biggest thing I would say is stretching. Just because,
1: I mean, this shit happens to you in life. Like, you're not going to sleep eight hours a night. Like, you're not going to be... Like perfectly, you're not going to not slip up on your diet. You know what I mean? That's just life. Things happen. That's the way it is. But if you could stress for like 20 minutes a day, like doing like basic stretches to keep your body moving in any type of way, like that's,
0: in my mind, that's the best recovery. How how do you uh, feel about, you know, the sauna as well? I know you're an avid sauna guy. And uh, so there are,
1: there are a lot of people in here who would say I do it very incorrectly. And I'm not I'm very abusive towards my my body in some ways. And then there are others who are advocates of the way I do it. And the sauna, I approach it with that David Goggins, uncommon amongst uncommon people. And I'll sit in the sauna (coughs) for at least an hour, if not more. And as you get addicted to it, you fucking love it. And there's. A lot of people, like, there are some people, like, our friend Dave, for example, tell me I'm stupid, tell me that I'm not, like, that it's very, like, it's very bad for my body. And I'm sure a lot of people in here feel the same way, but it's, they're also, I mean, it's just the way I do it. And it's it's very good for recovery, but, because it, it keeps the blood circulating and releases heat shock proteins and stuff. But it's, you just do as
0: much as you can, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, for one thing I know about this, just from my experience not from Joe Rogan's <laughs> uh, but actually from first form Sal ferella does it and he says the best cure for a hangover is the sauna. Um and it, it really is cuz like not not because you're sweating it out but the way that like the sauna heats you up to make yeah. you sweat out it like gets rid of the bad chemicals but from my experience not from the hangover part but from the, the muscle soreness and stuff like that um I know personally that for some odd reason, I'm not a chemical genius or understand that at all, but I know for a fact that if I do not hit the sauna for at least 15 to 20 minutes after my leg day, yeah. my fucking hips and I cramp up every single time like I do. And you would think if you go in the sauna, you're dehydrating yourself, you would cramp up, right? Yeah. But no, I don't. And I feel like it's because it gets all the lactic acids out of your body that from the muscles that you hit like, your hip joints, whatever joints that you can't, like, massage out, whatever, it hits them, and it takes it out, yeah. and it, it's weird, it's like, it deplenishes, like, because I drink water when I'm in there, too, but, like, you feel like you're just sweating out, it's like a clean sweat, I, yeah. I, Like I don't recover it nearly as well when I don't do the sauna, And I all. Yeah, I mean, I'm not telling you
1: guys to, to do an hour like I do or anything, I mean, I feel sure will take breaks if I have to take breaks, but i definitely try to stay in there as long. I think the longest I ever did was an hour and a half, maybe more. But you get that mentality where Bob will come in or somebody will come in and sit next to me. And in your head, you'll just be like, I'm not fucking leaving before this guy. <laughs> yeah, like you could be in there do, for like bro. 40 minutes and that
0: dude could just be fresh getting in. You'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not leaving yeah. before that guy. I mean, I've been in the sauna a couple times for like, you know, half hour, 40 minutes. And it's it's always like, when you get to like the easiest time, like it's like 10 minutes or 15, whatever the timer is that you're like, it's like your body's looking at and you're telling yourself to get out when in reality, you're like, I'm fucking fine. And it's like you yeah, said, the no, David Goggins mentality It's like, you're good. It
1: all depends. Like in, in reality, like from a doctor's perspective, you probably only need like 15, like 20
0: minutes, I guess would be the optimal range, but it's... But it, it, you know, I look at it like this too. Um, it, it's like when I work out with people and they're like, you're not, you're lifting so heavy and I'm like, well... This might be heavy for you, but for me, I'm doing it for 12. So technically, it's not heavy for me, but it's heavy for you. And I look at the sauna the same way. Like, 20 minutes might be long for me, but for you, you're like, dude, I'm just warming up. Yeah, like this, I'm, is, like, there's, this
1: is no lie. This, is, this might even be before I started jujitsu. jitsu Me and Bob were looking up. Cause he used to talk to me about how long I would sit in the sauna too. Well, no,
0: we were looking up those crazy. Yeah. yeah I said I,
1: like, um, I thought about like entering the world championships for the sauna. It's like
0: two hundred degrees in the sauna. Though. It's a little different than 120, it's a, 180. Yeah, it's like,
1: it like two something,
0: but yeah. I don't know if they
1: have them anymore. But they used to have them back in the day. <laughs> it's
0: crazy. Yeah. And we
1: looked it up, and I was, I was like, I was like, I, was, like, I could do this because the sauna was my thing.
0: I gotta look that up real quick because it wasn't there like two hundred twenty degrees and a dude's skin started fucking coming off. I forget, but
1: it was hot. It was, and you could the people would only stay in there for like. <laughs> Six to 12 minutes or something. All right, let's see. Sauna. And I was like, I could definitely do that
0: because, I mean, I've always been a sauna guy. (laughs) Wow. How hot is the sauna World Olympics? It's got to be up there. 225 degrees. Fuck that.
1: 225. I would still like to do it, though. I would still definitely do it. And it's
0: increased every 30 seconds. I would definitely do that. Solar contest that. leaves Russian dead and champion Finn in hospital with third degree skin burns and lacerations. Ooh. Yeah, no, but man, uh Ooh. You're not gonna get that in the at Valley fitness, but Ooh. uh Oh that's, that's, that's that
1: man that man definitely earned it.
0: Yeah. Two hundred and thirty degrees Fahrenheit and it it goes up every thirty seconds.
1: How long did they last? At what at what temperatures does
0: your blood start to boil? Right. They're in Russia if they're in Finland, so them guys are crazy out there uh, there's hundred and thirty participants, but six minutes into the contest, the Russian died <laughs> that's crazy, and I mean, he I, lasted that long, so six minutes yeah. times it by you know twelve, so it was two hundred forty two degrees
1: and I mean I' a little crazy yeah
0: I've always been addicted
1: to the heat though like but even back in the day when me and Bob. But when Bob was ACL Bob was able to play soccer with me we would I would go out there and like, no, I had ACL torn then. I would go in like sweatpants and like heavy sweatshirts and it'd be like a hundred and something yeah you almost died
0: that one day we're like Craig's all right I collapsed I did, I did collapse like one day. after
1: like, it was like four hours of running though
0: it yeah, yeah, was, was a lot. hot ass thermal yeah that was a lot that was but fun that was, though that
1: was my thing but yeah, could, yeah no
0: for the sauna man I feel, I feel like you know just just because someone tells you you're doing something wrong or someone tells you who gives a fuck you know like I have a lot of people that look at me and the way I work out and they're like, Oh, you do it all wrong and like
1: and it's tough. Me shit. I mean like yeah, me no. If I as
0: long as you're getting results and you're feeling better and moving forward positively and mentally, physically, then you're good.
1: And there's also a lot of things I can't do either. Like for example, Bob had a push up challenge on the BKO thing and I can't I can't do regular push ups. I can't like lean down on my hands like that. Like my wrist will like they'll explode. I gotta I have to like turn my wrist a certain way and do it, like, on my fist. You gotta get just, one of them, like, push-up bar things. Yeah, like, just, it's... They make it even harder. And, I mean, it's it's not that it's harder. It's just, that, like, as you get older, you just learn, like, certain parts of your body doesn't move a certain way. Yeah. Which is why you gotta, like, what I'm saying, stretching and, like... Yeah. It's just... I mean, ice is definitely good, too. Like, I hit this place called Restore in King of... And, uh... Plymouth yeah, Meeting. Plymouth. And I used the, uh, the cryo chamber and stuff. I mean, it's... It's up there price-wise, but it's it, it I mean it's helpful, but I wouldn't I wouldn't use it all the time. I would much rather do stretching. And yeah. I got, I got Bob to come with me to a hot yoga class one time. I tried to get him to come back, but COVID. He says COVID, but is Yeah. It, it was too, it was too intense for him.
0: So, I mean, it's, well, it's understandable. I never did a yoga class before. I went the day after leg day, and it was a hot yoga class. My, my man it was, it was in, not fun.
1: My man was in there in socks.
0: In there? I was wearing <laughs> leggings and a socks. I was down to my fucking leggings. I felt like a fucking nudist ballerina in there. Only person dripping.
1: Only person I've ever seen do hot yoga with socks. I,
0: don't know I didn't know, know it was hot really, yoga. I had no idea what like, to expect. It's not good because like, you just slip everywhere. Don't. I, I'll give you two things. Don't ever wear that shit in there uh take your socks off wear tight shorts and a shirt you're going to drip so wear wear uh you know something that's going to absorb the water and two most importantly do not i repeat do not do a heavy leg day oh and the shout day out, before shout out to
1: our man uh to our man Mike who reached us, who reached out and asked us for uh stretching techniques let us know how they worked and like how they worked out for you. Yeah, that was a while that, ago. That, that was
0: his name, right, Mike? Yeah, that was a while ago, man. Shout out to you, Mike. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to get out of here real quick, but I do have to ask you one question, and this is going to set up another... One qu- ep- it's, no. Yes, I will accept your sponsored birthday gift.
1: That, no. That's a good question. This
0: is gonna, that's this, the question of the this year. This is... Paul, I hope you're listening right now, because this is going to pertain to you as well, and now uh, we got to put this together, um, barring Craig's answer and response to this question. But going into 2022, we had a mission where Paul put up his goals that he achieved and goals that he didn't achieve in 2021. And one of the goals that he did not achieve was one for the My Side of the Black podcast. And as I told Paul, that sometimes when you fail goals, when they're not related to you, they rely on other people, then you don't fail. But in B- Team BKO and Team Stoop Life, we have the obligation... To hold people accountable for doing things we want them to do. We have the you know, obligation to you know, put things together. So I'm doing it right here, right now. And what I want to give out is this. What's your goal, Paul, in 2021, and it's now 2022, to get more debates onto the podcast? We're going to make that happen here. We actually have a debate coming up on Thursday for the title for 2021 between Steve and Eric. Well, with that being said, I officially throw down the gauntlet for my first official solo debate. I want to argue against Sir Craig Wildey between is BJ Penn a GOAT He's a or fucking not. GOAT. That man is a GOAT. Let's be serious. That man so is a GOAT. I'll actually allow you. That man is a phenom. I'll allow you to to debate. You can pick it. We can debate between, you know... Why BJ Penn is or is not a greatest of all time or top 10, vice versa, whatever. Or we can just argue standalone who is the GOAT of MMA. And you have, I already know, BJ Penn. You're talking just UFC. And Gracie. You're talking just UFC? Yeah, hey, UFC. So I, which one do you choose? Do you want to just do BJ Penn? Or do you also want to add in Gracie? For the GOAT? Yeah, you said he was him they were goats. I don't know. BJ's up there. BJ's tough. We'll we'll just stick to we'll just BJ do BJ Penn's tough. We'll I argue mean, we'll argue the goats I mean of that MMA. man that
1: man that man was a phenom. That man's tough. I mean he was But I'm also a little biased because he was I right, I forgot. DJ's I forgot. Guy, How can I dude? forget?
0: We'll He's give you three. We'll give fan. you three. We'll do your three, three goats, and I'll argue why they're not. We got Gracie. Wait, wait, wait. We got BJ on. Penn. Hold on. And we got Fedor. Fedor was never in the UFC.
1: Though. MMA, MMA goats. So you got hold on. Let me think about this list again. That's your. Fedor, that's your three you had. Fedor was definitely.
0: You had. You didn't have BJ Fedor. Penn as a top five. Fedor was definitely in there. But yeah. you had him. I think you had him as great, and I said he's fucking overrated. I mean, for the overall go, I
1: think after reassessment of our last <laughs> argument...
0: <laughs> he's he's <laughs> bagging out. <up>. I think <laughs> he's like I can't, I can't. I think
1: I think could be would be the go of, like, of everything over, like after my personal reflection. All right, of our all last right, argument,
0: I'll, I'll allow the I change, and I'll allow this debate to be why. John Jones is better than Khabib, so I will take the stance of John Jones being the the goat. There's just too many asterisks next to John Jones' it, name. That's there. fine. That could be your argument. That's a lot of people's arguments with Barry Bonds. Yet, yeah, I still think he's the goat. Yeah, I mean, I think every guy. I'm gonna say this right now. Which people won't won't agree with me, but like anyone who's like a like maybe like a realist, more so say, will will probably agree with me here. That I feel like you can go down every single sport. Every single sport, NFL, MLB, and UFC. There's three off the top of my head. NBA is a little different. Um, But you could say every single one of them, their best person, quote-unquote best, has an asterisk next to their name. You got the best quarterback ever, Tom Brady. He cheated, right? You got the best baseball player ever, possibly Barry Bonds. He cheated, right? You got John Jones, best UFC fighter ever. He cheated, right? Khabib didn't cheat. He's gonna last but that's what I'm saying. I'm, like, girl, we, can, I'm, we can debate right now, brother. I'm personally saying now we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a debate with this a full episode debate. I'm taking the stance of John Jones, and you got Khabib because yeah. I can argue why Khabib is, and like I did before, I can also argue why Khabib isn't. Say hey, hey, so we'll hey, see. You just send me location, and I'll be there to debate. All right, so we got we got a debate. So now, Paul, I need you to get on the podcast on Thursday. And pick your person you want to call out, because I threw down my gauntlet. So I'm gonna need you to throw down your gauntlet on Thursday before our podcast of the the champion of the year. And I'm curious to hear it because we got hear it. But nah, for real, we're gonna do that debate because uh, that that's a good debate. We actually did a, a podcast on it before, and it, it's hard to pick a UFC yeah. goat. Like it is. Like like UFC is one of them, MMA is one of them sports where. No one's really technically the goat. You can argue why this guy is the goat, but yeah. technically, at the end of the day, you're like, if you, if you're gonna if I'm gonna sit here and tell you, Khabib isn't a goat, then it's like, it's like look what the guy has done. Like he's done great things, but I can argue technically why he's not. Same thing with John Jones. You can argue, yeah, this dude's a fucking. Look at it, he's a phenom, but then again, like he did fucking hit and run on a pregnant woman. That alone shouldn't be in UFC. But we're gonna argue that. Because I have a whole list of people that can be in the goats, and so I'm gonna not only break down um, why yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, Bj, Bj's in there. No, Bj's in. Bj's in there. Bj don't, Penn. Don't, is don't disrespect
1: not, my man. He's in there.
0: Bj Penn isn't top ten. He's not top ten.
1: We're we're gonna end this now because it's
0: gonna be a four hour debate. He's not top ten. Bj Penn is not top ten. The fuck. We're not there. arguing about that. We Get will. The ar- fuck out of here. All right. All right. So you're gonna have Khabib and Bj Penn. All right. Cool. I'm just going know, on John Jones. I mean, like the I mean all
1: time.
0: Do, you want, do you want to take more than one fighter each? Because I'm down with that, because I'll take sure. fucking Jones and GSP. They're my two. I got them wow. one and two. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, it's hard to beat that. So you got Fedor. I'll give you three. You got Gracie or Fedor. Oh, you Fedor. pick. Fedor's so you got, man. you got Fedor, you got Khabib, and you got... B.J. Hold on, Penn. Hold on, hold on. I don't know. No, like, yeah. You can't sit here no, and yeah. argue about B.J. Yeah. Penn and then throw him
1: B.J.'s my man. Because
0: I, you already know. You're already taking BJ's, that one L.
1: I'm not taking an L. B.J.'s a goat. <laughs> B.J.'s a goat. He is a goat. He's the man.
0: All right, I'm curious to hear your logic on this on live because you better come prepared because I'm already hit you with these facts on him. Listen, I don't care about your fucking
1: facts. The reality is he's a fucking goat.
0: But the reality is when you debate, you got to win the debate. You don't got to actually change my mind on it. You got to win the debate. And that's what's important about it. And that's why I don't want you to go in 2022 and just come out and just get a big L. So I want you to be fully prepared. So we're going to do this debate. We're going to give it. Let's see. So we don't have any debates set up yet. We have one coming up on Thursday. We can do a debate. On Thursday, episode the 13th, so second week of January, if that works for you. Maybe, probably. I will figure it out. It's not like you're going anywhere far. I don't know how to see you. But we'll do it in January or beginning of February, but we got a debate coming up. And Paul, I want to hear your debate coming up. We got to get it going. And for anybody out there that's still listening, that wants to do a sports debate with anybody, not just us, but anybody, don't be a little bitch. Call that motherfucker out. Don't go up to Pat's and Geno's and shoot each other up because you argue about the Eagles and Giants. Do that shit right here. We're gonna have it on there. Yeah, and I mean, oh guys, be on the lookout because
1: I am gonna be competing soon, yeah. and BKO is going to go live at my tournament and, and tape me. So you guys, you guys can definitely look in. And like I said, just be, just be great, guys. Just you know, just do stuff that you can personally evolve at and become better at. Just just live life along the way. You guys got this.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, thanks for coming on and talking about it a little bit. And uh, we'll be seeing you more. And uh, appreciate it again, (laughs) brother. See you, guys.